The temps are warmer, you've mowed the lawn, and maybe even turned on the AC a time or two. It's definitely spring. So SpI.com is having their spring sale. Log on now and get local deals up to 50% off before they're gone. SpI.com. This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. Thank you, buddy. Representative Coffee, how you doing? Good. What's well, going on? Are you mad at me already? Oh, I'm always mad at you. You do. You just walk in and you're yeah. mad at yeah, me. Yeah, I'm always mad at you. Yeah. First of all, I'm going to compliment you. I'm not. I can't make toasted raviolis at six thirty. You know, Joey ate them all the other day, and I took them <laughs> to him. So that's that's first off. That's a... no. You know, I'm kidding on that. Uh, have you lost some weight? A little bit. Yeah. No, no. You lost more than a little bit. No, just a little. Just a touch. What are you sharing? I need help. What What is your secret? A burden. Because you're in the you're burden. in a restaurant business. Uh, uh, being in the super minority uh, is, is pretty stressful. <laughs> when you know, no matter what idea you come up with, it's not going to happen. I, it starts to wear on you a little bit. I've said it before. I'll say it again. And I don't, you can agree or not agree. Um, Republicans miss Mike Madigan. Well, I don't know about that because I, I wasn't there when Mike Madigan. No. But it was I. I you from know what I'm saying? From what everybody says, it was much more organized and all that. Yes, I am just absolutely um, dumbfounded. And the governor said he would sign it, which is easy to say, knowing knowing the bill uh, to enhance whatever the name was Investing called. Investing kids. Investing kids. Uh-huh. Did that never even get a chance to get introduced? Did you guys know, you men and women on the Republican side? I mean, I remind people, that was about one of the few things that Rahner and Madigan agreed on. Right. That was under the Rahner administration, and Madigan introduced it and, and provided the votes for it. Mike, what happened? Well, you, what happened is we had 40 Republican votes for investing kids. Okay. Uh, and that would have given us more votes to pass it than the Democrats, and they didn't. They won't let anything pass if it's not if they're not the majority that are passing it. That would have been a bipartisan bill that the Republicans would have led on, and they don't want that. Uh, and quite honestly, the Chicago Teachers Union put so much pressure on the very left caucus uh, of Chicago that they they wouldn't allow it to be brought to light. There so. were a couple of unions down. I happen to be one of my Secretary of State job. I'm in the IFT, and they, Illinois Federation Teachers, took a very active role yeah, against they it. they did. And, and my concern is, Mr. Coffey, we both know that's a pretty good program. Yeah, I mean, I told program. people, join me, join us last Tuesday at St. Pat's School right. and, and watch those young people we talk to and the parents and so on and so forth. Uh, I, do you think it's dead? Uh, as of right now, I think it's dead. Maybe it'll come back. I, I mean, when they start to see the effects of this, you know, they've ended this program, bam, automatically, and now these kids that are enrolled in these uh, private schools, yes. where are they going to go in January? Are they going to get to stay there? You know, I think in our community, a lot of people will step up to keep the kids that are at St. Pat's there and keep that going and all that. But in other areas, they're going to be kids that are just to, uh, starting in January. They no longer have the ability to go to the school that they're at right now today. Very disappointed that they did not extend it for the kids that were at least at in least the program in the today. Program now. And we're going to fund you, you know, to completion. Yeah. Uh, extremely disappointed in that. Uh, that They were talked about that in Capital Facts. But, uh, but, but, but Mike, uh, Representative Coffey, we're going to hear it all the time. Well, it's tax money supporting private education, public no, education. No, here's it. So that's, that, that's absolutely. So wrong. Yeah, that's what I want you to yeah. clarify. That's so. Number one, everybody should know that our school system is funded by property taxes. Hmm. This is an income tax. Mr. Robertson here today, very generous man. He gets the choice of you know donating to whatever charity he wants. When this is no longer an option, he'll donate it to another 
charity. So the, 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 it is not going to affect the income tax at all. People that have got disposable income that want to donate it somewhere where they get a tax write-up will do that. Now, this is no longer an option or a choice for them to do it. Instead, they'll give it to another charity of their choice. Uh, so very disappointing. That's that, all of that is nonsense. At the end of the day, they were, were trying to eliminate the competition. You know, if you look at the test scores of these kids sure, that absolutely. have been enrolled in the program, they are elevated compared to where they were. And uh, it's, it's unfortunate. I, it's unfortunate that many of the, my uh, counterparts on the other side of the aisle didn't take the issue and vote on the issue. They voted on politics first, and that's, are, are, that's are, disappointing. Are, are they but afraid? it happens all the time. So. Are they, are they afraid? Some, there's got to be downstate representatives. It all there, there's got to be representatives. Are they just so afraid no, to go it, against the party it, leadership? Yeah, it is, because here's what happens when you've got a supermajority and when you've got gerrymandered districts in the state of Illinois like we do it. If they disobey and they go against that, they're going to get primaried on the yeah, left and they'll point. lose a primary. Good point. Same thing the Republicans, you know, you see it in Washington, D.C., sure. where the Republicans, if you don't do everything you're supposed to, boom, you get primaried on the right. And that's the problem with the gerrymandering of districts on both sides. So not just to blame one side. And, and, and that's the, where we're at in politics today. If you do anything that somebody doesn't like, you're going to get primaried. And you followed, people are afraid of You that. followed politics. You've mm -hmm. talked to a number of representative senators, everybody in the course of, of yeah. your business and so on. Now that you're part of it, mm -hmm. on the floor, in the seat, in yeah. the chamber, have an office there, is it a lot different than you would even... Well, uh, it's it's different from the standpoint of uh, how how these special interest groups have such a stronghold on so many different groups and different people. Uh, I don't think that I realized that. I always knew that money had a lot to influence on our political system. But just how much when you take an issue like this, this mm -hmm. is a positive issue for everybody. doesn't hurt anybody politically. It helps, you know, underprivileged children get a better, better education. And we can't even get it called. It's very disappointing. Okay, then. But you take money from outside interests. You yeah, take absolutely. Money. Okay, how do you? It, there are people who say, well, Mike Coffey's taking I'm money. A, well, it, I'm a screwball. You know, I, I'm, I'm <laughs> dumb enough to. Here, if you can't. If you but, can't, but, but are, are, are they? buy an influence when they do that to you when they no, give you a cer certain people know okay i use this but this job is a part-time job to me it doesn't you know you can primary me you can run somebody against me and that's fine i in my particular case you know i i've got an advantage quite honestly because i've got my own business that i'm not reliant on this for uh, uh, my okay. pension my job right. for my future the future of my children so that's an advantage that i have of being a state rep where i can do that um, you know, I, they in, it influenced you, but I, well, I'll give you a perfect example. I had somebody come and you know write a check to me, and it was a rather substantial check, and they started talking to me about an issue, and I said, yeah, I'm against that. You know, I just let them know right against the right, right off the bat. Yeah, not going to happen. I'm against. There's certain things I'm against, and I'll just tell you. But I, you know, I was had a meeting the other day, and this group sat down and talked to me about it. And I just point blank said, no, I won't sponsor that. I'm not for it. And they're like, boy, like the guy people did they withdraw their money. No, these people just came into my office. Oh, just that. to talk. Yeah, just to talk. But I, I'm pretty, you know what, the pros and cons of me as your state representative, I'm very direct and very straight. Uh, so I'll tell you if I like it or I don't like it. You can give me money, you can not give me money, you know, and you'll get the same answer. So that's me. That's how not how frustrating is it? I mean, I know you and your Republican colleagues, especially on legislation that you think would be very beneficial to the entire state, mm -hmm. and it doesn't get even the smidgen of consideration. 
Well, it's, it's very troubling, and that's why, as Republicans, we've got to make advancements. We've got to stop fighting amongst ourselves to try and determine who's the, the most conservative, who's the most pure Republican. We just need Republicans elected. And like I've told a lot of people, because even in our own caucus, there's dissension of, uh, in our caucus, you've got the real right part, you've got the middle, and, you know, you've got what would be the left of our caucus. Listen, let's not, I, I, my deal is let's not fight till we have 60 of us. Then when we've got 60, we can start fighting about who's in charge. But until we get that we're, you know, we're in the super minority. Let's let's build the party. The worst Republican is better than the best Democrat, as far as I'm concerned. And that's the kind of the philosophy, I think, as a party we need to take uh, in order to advance throughout the state. Because if we don't, if we don't pick up seats, uh, no it's, it's a miserable experience for us. But I, I, I'll tell you what, I think it's going to be a miserable experience for the state of Illinois because if we don't take a turn to be more conservative in this state, uh, we're not going to have much of the state uh, left. And I hope I'm wrong when I give these predictions, but, you know, the federal money's drying up as of right now. So as we go two and three years down the road, we're going to have a severe budget crisis. I know in October the funds came in higher than expected, and they didn't do it, and that's fine for now. But I'm talking a year and two years down, it looks to me like the policies are going to dry up the money that we've got, and we're going to have to make tough decisions. What's the caucus like? Uh, did you guys, when you Republican caucus behind closed doors, mm-hmm. is it? heated is it emotional i mean you, how can you be you, you've only got a few uh it's it's not too it's not too bad i mean there is there is a, a some dissension but not a, but not a lot our, i think our leader does a fantastic job tony mccombie yeah, absolutely you met with her i yeah, think she's very tremendous nice. fantastic uh, she's working very hard to make sure that we have member retention and we pick up seats uh in the future so uh, we don't have much tension. I mean, there's different things that we disagree on, but not not a lot. Do, do you have any relationship, and if so, how many on the other side of the aisle? Oh, I, yeah, I know a lot of the people on the other side of the aisle. They're all great people. You know, that's what's kind of troubling about it. You get into this, and you end up knowing them personally, and yes. they're all nice people. Now, their politics are screwy, but they're nice people and all that. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. it, Unbelievable. It is. And, you and, I, and, I, and I know a lot of them. And you wonder why I pick on him. I don't pick on him, folks. I really do. Huh? Yeah, you pick on me somewhat. But that's okay. Okay, yeah. Well, you know, because paybacks are hell. Because I'm going to remember the one statement I'll never, ever, ever, there ever forget. What was it? Well, I'm going to tell you because okay. you will admit you said it. So we're talking one time. <laughs> I think I'm at Saputo's. And he says, good to see you. You come in once every two years to support Saputo's or Papa Frank's. Mm-hmm. He said, now you're nothing like your brother Tom. Yeah, well, it's said so your brother Tom would come to Saputo's five nights a week, get breaded steak for the house, everybody. And then he gave the greatest line in the world. He says, you know what? The wrong Madonia died. <laughs> well, that was... I'll never forget that. Well, and then now, he wonders why. Now, that was, <laughs> that was at your brother's golf outing, I think. I, mean, that's it. I, I said... Uh, I said other, uh, other than that's the, a great line. I, I couldn't have... I said, other than the wife and uh, other than his wife and kids, I'm probably taking this harder than everybody. You know? <laughs> yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> Financially, you know, it was yeah. rough. You know, unbelievable. Uh, how you spend the holidays? Big family gathering? Uh, yeah, big family gathering. We're gonna probably talk about my son's wedding and fight about it and stuff like that. Or, you know, the, when is that coming up? It's coming up in January. <laughs> Not so. here in town. No. Florida. And let's remind everybody what your children are doing right now, or they're working. Uh, well, and so on. Uh, my my daughter lives in Carbondale. Her husband's in medical school. David Farmer from here in uh, Springfield. Uh, she is a 
national sales manager for dot-com therapy. Wow. Uh, my okay. son, Frank, moved back. He worked for the Baker Group here in Springfield, selling bonds to banks. And my youngest one, Chloe, is at the University of Mississippi studying business management so she where'd can come, come back home. Where'd the hook come from? Well, I, we knew all along she's going to come back and yeah. take over the family business. That yeah. goes without saying. And, mm-hmm. and I saw that when she's 10, 11 years old. I mm-hmm. said, there's, there's, the, there's, the, there's the young lady that's going to run this business. Where'd the interest come from? I, on a personal standpoint, what the heck's the deal with the interest in Mississippi with well, Springfield people? I mean, you sent kids there, mm-hmm. three went there and so yeah. on. Ole Miss is incredibly popular. Well, for me, you know, A1 Lock here in town, longtime family business, Joe White, Joe White and yeah. I've been good friends. He went to school there, so oh, he's okay. four or five years older than me. So when my daughter Allie was roaming around, we went to U of I, Indiana, Iowa. Well, we went to all the Big Ten schools and all that, looking at different places. Uh, he said, Mike, just come with me down to Ole Miss. We, yeah. yeah. I'm like, Ole Miss, isn't Mississippi 50th and everything and, and all that? <laughs> he says, they are, but they're, they're number one in Miss America. Uh, Miss America. Oh. Yeah. So that's, uh, that, that's, what, that's, what their claim to, that's what their claim to fame is. Alabama red shirts football players. We red shirt Miss America. That's a, that, is a, that, is a, that is what they say. So. Uh, so why wouldn't you go yeah, there? Yeah. Absolutely. So we went down there, and I'll tell you, it's an absolutely beautiful campus. Uh, it's it's small. You know, it's the second smallest school in the in the uh, SEC. Uh, beautiful. You know, it's and you're six hours from Springfield, right? Six hours from Springfield. Easy, yeah. easy. Yeah. And the tuition is pretty reasonable. Yeah, it costs the same amount to send them there as it does U of I. Really? Uh, All right. Anything else going on that no, we should know about? Not much. Huh? Not much. Everything's okay. Have you heard any announcements from O'Day or anything? No. Here's yeah. what I'm anxious to hear is uh, if Biden decides not to run for re-election, you think Pritzker's in play? Absolutely. I do, yeah. too. Yeah. I mean, I think I he's, think he's got the, the money. He's got some organizations set up in certain mm-hmm. states. I think, and, and the national media is not even addressing this. I think J.B. Pritzker is in play big time if Biden decides not to run. Yeah, absolutely. I would agree with that. Yeah. Did you ever talk to him? Uh, just when we go to joint press conferences. And how does that work? Come Fine. across he's well? A, he's, he's very nice he's to me. Huh? Yeah, very nice to me. Very nice. He yeah. came in the restaurant a lot yeah. when yeah. he was running and yeah. before, I'm sure. Funny so. funny story about the governor. So, you know, as he's undoing these unveilings, if you're the rep in the area, where yeah. you're doing, so you go and you give a talk and all Well, first time, you know, I'm sitting there. It's the governor. They come in and introduce himself. He's nice every single time. He's nice. Well, this particular time, they said, Representative Coffee, we've got some questions. And they, you know, why didn't you vote for the budget? And I'm like, oh, great. So I get up there. So <laughs> they move the governor back, you know, and then they move me <laughs> in the front. <laughs> And so I said, well, I didn't like this about the budget. I didn't like this about the budget. And so I come back, and the governor says, pretty hard to talk about a guy when he's standing right behind you. And I go, yeah, it is, actually, governor. Yeah. He says, he says, so. Okay, bring me so up. So he's very kind. He's uh, very now kind I'm going to shift gears with you. Uh, and you're our guy. Bring me an update. Where are we at as far as the BOS Center is concerned? And uh, <laughs> have we got anything going to get close? We, we, we will know uh, by when? 5 o'clock today. Really? Yes. Okay, what will you know? We will know, Scoop, folks, you're hearing it here first. We will know at 5 o'clock today if we are going to form the Tourism Improvement District. As of right now, hotels are signing up saying they want this Tourism Improvement District. And, again, that is just the first step in a long process. That will, But so, if we set up this Tourism Improvement District, it is a 20-year district where we will have a tourist zone that will go directly to a bank of Springfield. But there's lots of 
set up now. So right now, it, it would be just that, yes, we're willing to set up a district. It does not activate the district. Until okay, what's the next step then? Walk me through. Then, then after that, then what will happen is you'd form a nonpartisan board, or non-for-profit board, sorry, nonprofit board that is all hotel owners. Okay. The hotel owners would then you know, develop what they want in the district, what the assessment on hotel rooms would be for the particular project. So on a somewhat, and I know it worked down the road, from where we are today to where you see ground broken for the addition. Two years, a year? Uh, you're, you're looking at, you know, in, in two years. Two years, two before years. ground is even broken. Yeah, yeah. I know Kevin O'Day always worries yeah. about the vertical, and that's the story of his life. Things are going vertical. Uh, <laughs> be careful, be careful. Let's don't go there. Uh, so two years away from two any years away. Yeah. recognizable Absolutely. thing. Yeah. And, that, right. and that would be that would be the fast track, the way we're going, because the, we're going to have to get there and determine exactly what it's for, you know, how big of a building, yeah. what are our needs, do they want it, what kind of assessment, uh, is there anybody else willing to contribute into the assessment? But uh, you know, the Ma mayor Misty Grosher has been working very hard along with Scott Dahl to get this done. Good. I've been doing it now. Uh, Chairman Van Meter's involved with uh, Brian McFadden, and so we're all working together to try and put this district on the business side. Are you amazed at the number of restaurants that opened up in Springfield? What's going on? Did you guys, I think Mike Mills said this one time, did you guys make it too easy, look too easy to run a, a restaurant business? I, I, I mean, seriously, Mike, have you ever seen anything like this? Every time somebody opens up something new. Uh, I don't know. I, I really don't pay much attention to, to that. I mean, there's more that close than open, it seems like to me. Well, I good don't, point. You know, I don't know. Good point. You know. All right, how uh, big a uh, Thanksgiving uh, for carryout? Uh, not as big as Christmas. Uh, no, not not like Christmas, but you know we do get a lot of carryouts on that small pants. People because, order the know, lasagna, yeah, absolutely, the yeah, baked mastacholi, and yeah. so on. Absolutely, so very good. The families are going to be in town all weekend long, so you know, yep. pick it up on Tuesday when they're all there Wednesday, so they don't eat all the stuff that you're making for Thursday. It's Have you uh, a, a final question? We talked earlier with these guys. Uh, price increases just all oh, the time, Mike. Yeah. All the time. All the time. Yes. It's you a, and that's and that's what you're going to see where you're going to see a lot of places go under because they can't price it quick enough in the restaurant business to you know to keep up with it and by the time they figure out they're going broke they're broke so wow that, I, I think that's what happens in a lot of these restaurants and your labor has to continually I would I would imagine yeah. your labor is not only challenging but then it's well more costly the, all the yeah, time yeah and our challenge and then it was just. We've stayed open the whole time, you know, no business interruption on. But in order to do that, you're paying a lot of people overtime right. and all that. And so if if you get in a situation where all of a sudden this economy turns and in business, you know, goes down a little bit, you know, everybody's going to have problems. So it's stuff to be concerned about. Stair Representative Mike Coffey Jr. giving you the insight, and the only place you can hear it here, besides sitting at the bar at Saputo's, is A.M. Springfield. Always good to see you. Good to see you. Feliz Navidad, my friend. Right. And, 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 and the Lord be with you yeah. and with your spirit. Yeah, well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take a break right. and be back. You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.